0: We're talking about meekness. Okay, I have a question. With a show of hands, how many people feel like they have a good understanding of what this fruit of the Spirit is all about, meekness? Okay, we got a few people that understand. Notice my hand didn't go up. First, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give some definitions of me because I've been to the Greek, I've been to the dictionary and I asked God to put it in me and tell me what it is. And I also decided to use a particular character of the Bible and said I'm going to use Moses and the reason I use Moses, if I get Joyce to read a scripture from. And the Lord's, I'm sorry, this is Nehemiah 12. No. no. Oh, Numbers 12, 4. 13. Okay. 12, no, 3, 2, okay. Oh, So we're going to start at verse 3. Now the man Moses was very meek. Above all of the men which were on the face of the earth. You all hear that? God said that Moses was the meekest man on the earth. So naturally I'm going to talk about Moses because when I started digging into it, I was reading some things about Moses. For example, Exodus 2, 11 through 12. And Exodus 2, 11 through 12. And it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown That he went out unto his brethren and and looked on their burdens. And he he spied an Egyptian, spied a Hebrew, one of his brethren. He looked this way, he looked that way, and he saw that there was no man around. So he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, behold... Two men of the Hebrews strove together and, and said to him that he did, and said to him that did the wrong. Wherefore smitest thou that fellow? And he said, Who, who made thee a prince and a judge of us? And in, in, intendest thou to kill me? So what we have here, he helped the guy, and I guess he's expecting, you know. I thank you or something when you saw him the next day. But instead, the guy said, oh no. And so I said to myself, now God said he was the meekest man on the earth. That doesn't sound very meek to me, to kill somebody. So when I said to myself, now something must have happened between the time he killed that man and the time God said the statement about him. Can everybody understand me? Yes. 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 Okay. Thank you. Something must have happened. And actually, what happened was Moses went on a wilderness experience. Um, Pharaoh found out. Found out what happened. So he was going. He he started to kill. Look for Moses to kill him. So, so you guys know what happened. Moses had to flee. And he went to this place on the backside of the desert called Midian. And when he got to Midian, he met a man named Jethro. He was the priest. And he ended up marrying Jethro's daughter. So now, to go back a little bit, Moses, as you know where he came from, they had an indictment to kill or kill a young man. So when he was a baby, his mom put him in a basket and put him on the Nile River and he went to the palace. And so you know Moses was raised up with a silver spoon in his mouth. So he didn't know nothing 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 about no micus. All he knew is that he was a man, I guess, like everybody he was raised with with all that type of stuff. So somewhere, Moses has become me, and I believe that on that wilderness experience, uh, he he found out that with that silver spoon gone, if he wanted to eat, he had to work. So he worked for Jethro before. Before he married his daughter, and so when he married his daughter, he needed money also to take care of her. So he started learning about humility and meekness. So there he was, learning, and he—I guess he did pretty good at it. So um, the time, the time came when Moses. Now I got scriptures for this, y'all, but I'm just gonna paraphrase. Time came when Moses decided he was walking around and he came up on Mount Horeb, And that's God's mouth. And God called him. And so when he got up to where the voice came from, there he was. He saw this bush, bush was burning, but he didn't see no smoke it wasn't being consumed. And all of a sudden he heard a voice, Moses, take your shoes off, take your shoes off. Well, he said, suddenly he started feeling, I guess, humble. So he took his shoes off. The ground you're standing on is holy ground. So he took his shoes off and he turned, he couldn't look at the bush no more. So he humbled himself and bowed down before God. And that's when God started giving him instructions. And he had, when he heard the instructions, he really got humble. You want me to go back to Pharaoh and tell him to let, his people, let your people go? God, I can't even talk. And so he, he's humbling himself. Humbling himself, he got real meat. He started explaining, explaining himself. I can't talk. How am I gonna, gonna go up there and tell a man like Farrar and let the people go? And so you, you got. I hope you got to know the story. He did end up going, and when he got there, he did what it was he had to do. Okay, now I'm gonna back up a little bit. I want to read a, a description of what of what Medius is. Um, Medius. Meekness means behaving with goodness and kindness is an amalgam of righteousness, inner humility, patience. It implies that someone is able to remain calm and subdued even when being provoked an attitude or quality of heart whereby a person is willing to accept and submit without resistance to the will and desire of someone else. In other words, giving up your right to be right. And a few, a few words that are synonymous with meekness would be um, docility, humility, mildness, modesty and timidity and the Greek, the Greek meaning translates to strength under control. Now, as you can see, Moses learned to be meek. So, so most of the time it takes um, a wilderness experience to bring the meek out of you. And if I could be transparent, um, God brought a little meekness out of me, too. Because when I had the stroke that I had, a whole lot of stuff changed. I mean, a whole lot of stuff changed. Things that I thought I was gonna do didn't get done. I had, as a lot of you guys know, I had just completed my music project. I had all kinds of engagements set up for me to go get into, but I had to drop all of that because with the condition I was in, I could not do it. And if you're not careful, that the word that's directly optional, meekness, anybody think they know what that might be. It's okay to say that. Right, that's the same word I was thinking about. If you're not humble, Mr. P will stick right up into your situation, and he has the way of hiding, and most of the time you don't even know he was there until it starts popping out. in was while, that pride. You need to check your pride, and the worst thing you can do is say, "I'm not trying for." That's the pride. That's that's the, that's the epitome of pride right there. When you testify, "I'm not pride, I'm not trying So. I'm just being transparent. Now that's what I was at that. Pride, I, and then my wife, um, please listen to your wife, gentlemen. She tells me I'm prideful. She, I, I, I really tell her I am not prideful. Okay, and that's the pride. Okay, so Meekness. Uh, uh, now another another. Um, definition. This is my spiritual definition. A spiritually meek person is one not self-willed, not continually concerned with his own ways, ideas, wishes. They are willing to put themselves in second place and submit themselves to achieve what is good for others. Meekness is a Antithesis of self-will, self-interest, and self assertiveness So, you guys start to understand what meekness really is. Yes. Amen. Cause I'm getting to the end here. Um, okay, one thing I found out when I look at it, the spirit, the truth of the spirit looking at the fruits of the Spirit, just about everything is contained in meekness. Uh, Peace, joy, love, long suffering, it's all rolled up into meekness. And without meekness, it's kind of hard to really enjoy the life of being a good, true, born again Christian, so with that being said, I'd like to thank you all for listening.